Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to uh, the game over Ottawa. Um, that that was like it. That was as as Sens fans, we've dealt with different levels of of painful games over the last. I was gonna say month, six years. Um, that one was uh. The the worst the worst is when you have some hope, and it's just absolutely Ooh. pulled away from you at the last uh, at the last second. Before I get too into uh, being sad, on behalf of my favorite hockey team, um, I am joined by the um, can we say SDPN's favorite Australian? Uh, I think by default, but I'll take it. Everyone who's watching, please welcome back Sam to the show. Um, not a Caps game for him this time, uh, but there's we got we got a while till the next Sens Caps game, so, so we gotta we gotta wait it out. So uh, That's going okay. with Dallas, the Stars are they're, they're my next favorite team. That's why I <laughs> yeah, own do you want to do you want to show do you want to show yeah. everyone your uh, your makeshift it's, Dallas uh... Stars jersey? Official merchandise, not makeshift. Yeah. They sell this in the in the NHL shop. Oh yeah, the the one the one in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 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 only one. Actually, uh, fun story. There is a we have an actual ice hockey merchandise shop here in Melbourne, uh, near where the Melbourne Mustangs and the Melbourne Ice played. And okay. I started being a Melbourne Ice supporter, but I switched over to be a Mustang supporter primarily because the Ice bought a merchandise store. And didn't sell their own jersey there. Okay, like that's a, that's a choice. I have no idea. Yeah, they they like had little pucks. They all the stuff that they could have sell sold at the arena that they played very comfortably. They were like, no, we need a store for these pucks. And I uh, I was genuinely so upset by that. I was like, well, now I'm supporting the other Melbourne team. Uh, and then they won the good old cup. So I'm very happy with that decision. There you go. You made the right choice. Uh, I did not make the right choice in being a Sens fan. Not that I had. A cho- <laughs> no, you there, did not. There's not much. There's not much competition in the way of NHL teams based in Ottawa. So I was kind of assigned it anyway. Uh, Sens lose the Stars five to four, despite having a lead. Um, 
the yeah. majority of that game. Well, uh, I, I came into this game like what, like five minutes late or something, and I was like, "Oh damn, well, Charlie's been too harsh on his sins. These guys are great. They're 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 up two goals, two shots. That's a hundred percent right there." Um, and then very quickly, I was like, "Oh, this is what he was talking about." Yeah. So for those who hadn't uh, didn't watch the game uh, with the shot with the shots being two nothing. Uh, the Sens were up two nothing, and they lost this game. I listen. This is going to sound made up. I like genuinely. This is going to sound made up. But I actually thought about tweeting. They're losing this game when they were up two nothing with the shots being two nothing. You would have been right though. Would Would you like to see my impression of the uh, the Ottawa Senators' defense? I would please. Yeah. Yeah, please. All right. Is it, okay. Well, just keep in mind that your 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 camera's a little cut off, so we'll see how much of this is visible. Ah, oh, I'm getting the joke now. I'm getting the joke. I'm getting the joke. A collapse. <laughs> and a hurt oh. elbow. I didn't do that right. Oh, that's Ow. not good. Oh, never mind. I thought I thought the joke joke was you weren't there. You were completely cut off. Oh, so okay. Hang on, I'll tr- you, you just you just hurt your elbow for nothing. Here. I'm sorry, dude. That's no, they're <laughs> beautiful. That's a beautiful flop, and I didn't hurt myself that time. I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm happy for you. Um, so yeah, uh, like I don't know what that's. I don't know if that says more about me than it does about the team that this team is up to nothing. And in my brain, I'm like, this is. Uh, I don't believe they're gonna win. Um, no, I think you've heard of me. the uh, you've heard of the Pavlov ex- uh, dog experiment, right? Where you know scientists would ring a bell and the dog would expect food, so yeah, you know, it would start drooling. Uh, as a Sens fan, you hear the uh, the opening whistle go off and you expect a loss. You know, in very much the same way, through repetition, uh, through absolutely nothing changing. Uh, <laughs> I am on your fire DJ Smith train very hard. And I've like seen four Ottawa Senators games this season. And one of them just was destroying my team. Yeah, that was uh, yeah early on. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I'll give you that. But like, man, that, that was more reflective of uh, the caps, I think, because my star has fallen off. Oh, no. No. Oh, uh, but big yeah, the, fan alert. Yeah, let let's talk about the structure. Actually, should we talk about the structure now or later? I want I want to hold off on DJ because I have a I have a thing about later, like just the coaching in general. I I want to go over a few key points of this game, um, because here's the thing: when when the Sens keep losing, when I'm doing these shows, when the Sens lose as often as they do, for both myself and and my co-host Mod, um. Eventually, when the sense keeps losing, you don't really want to break down the games all that much because it just sucks. It just takes it out of you. And so it just kind of turns into the show where we rant about the team in general. Um, I've just avoided talking about the game enough times in a row now where I'm like, I, I, we should talk about the game because I usually just come on here and, and, and just moan and just like be like, oh, this team sucks so bad. And I don't like go over the game and it's going we're kind of flip-flopping i'm kind of tired of just complaining about the team so let's 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 look at what happened in this game specifically so obviously we already brought up shots were two nothing 
the score was two nothing. Um, and Travis Hamnick scores like it's, so. Uh, so the Sens have played terribly the last couple of games, and, and they're facing a fantastic team in Dallas. So naturally, they score on their first shot, and of course, it's Travis Hamnick. That's just like. It was written that way. Um, well, they have to give you hope before they snatch it away. That's true. That is that's true. That's how good stories are made, you know? And then uh, Drake Batherson makes it 2 nothing. Who It was a really nice play. Um, gathered up the rebound on his... Uh, it wasn't even really... It's not really a rebound when it's a blocked shot. So his initial shot, shot was blocked. He scoops up the puck from that initial shot attempt. Uh, puts it past uh, Jake Ottinger, who would only go on to face one more shot because he uh, he left the game left the game injured. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what happened there. I'm I'm kind of thinking like he maybe like sprained his ankle or something because he he went off with a bit of a limp, didn't he? Yeah, he looked um a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. It, it looked like the, the the puck like caught under his skate, and it maybe mm. kind of I don't know like it twisted twist? his leg. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Jake Ottinger leaves fairly early in the game. In comes Scott Wedgwood. Um, past that, uh, like at that point, I mean, we should have had all the confidence. Um, but well, you know, <laughs> let's be honest: not a single goaltender was really ready tonight. I mean, like four or five. That's that's not yeah, no, particularly was... <laughs> a, a scorecard you want to say. Yeah, Especially as a there is a stat I want to reference uh, as we get further along in the first period, which is I don't like I can't remember the last time this happened, but we'll just like quickly go through something here. Um, this is a goal you saw and we both were really complaining about was the Stars' first goal, uh, which was on the power play, and somehow both Jamie Ben and Joe Pavelski were just completely wide open in the Sens crease, yeah. just just wide open. No one was on them. Um, the the senators kind painful. of looked like they I can't I can't remember which player they they picked out, but you know in the old eighties movies where the bullies would circle around the protagonist, that's kind of what the sens were doing. They picked one guy and they're like, we're gonna bully him and leave everyone else open, and that's our game plan. They like literally it, there was like a triangle. It was like they were trying to summon the Illuminati through him, and, uh, and it's just yeah, it's not effective. Just, yeah. Pavelski shovels it in, um, and then uh, Sens get the two-goal lead, two lead back. Giroux with a really great move on a four-on-four, um, and he can't put in his own rebound off that play, like r rushing in off the on the side of the zone, but Josh Norris just comes flying in and uh, and puts it home. 3-1 uh, Sens, and then 10 seconds later, uh, Forsberg allows what is probably the softest goal of the season for the Sens. Um I, I know you can't you can't like verify that. Uh, you you haven't watched every Sens game this season, as like I wouldn't ex I don't I wouldn't expect I, Sens fans to watch every game this season, <laughs> let alone a Caps fan. But uh, I yeah, genuinely Sons cannot Wars. imagine anything softer than that. I I like, could have like, stopped that, like, and I can't. You've skate. heard you've heard me talk about how shitty this team has looked so consistently this season, and even then, yeah. like you just said, that's got to be the worst one. <laughs> Like, like, not even AHL shit. Pardon my French, uh, play. Uh, but th th there was maybe so that was the softest goal I've ever seen, 
And then his next shot in was probably the second softest thing I'd ever seen. Um, the backhand right through his five hole uh, when he was turning yeah. into cheat, you know, off the shot. Uh, who who scored? You know who scored that goal? That was uh the the shorthand goal. That was that was uh Thomas Harley. Yeah, I look. If I was Thomas Harley and I scored that, I would I would go up to the uh, the scorers, the, the people writing down the scorecards, and I'll just, I I just say like, I don't I don't really want that. Uh, I'm I'm fine if you like don't count it. That's uh, yeah, I didn't mean for that to happen doesn't reflect well on either of us really that was a terrible shot and it went in so that's going to be on a highlight reel if you give us the goal right now and i want to bury this shit uh a stat i really want us to focus on for a second um through the first eight shots of the game there were five goals and also matthew joseph hit the post uh, a few inches away from having six goals on the first nine shots of the game. Uh, the goalies just did yeah. the, like the first, I mean, throughout the rest of the game, it was pretty shaky on both ends for sure. But the first period specifically, the goalies did not show up. Like at honestly, all. The it was the most ridiculous. The, best, the, the, the posts were the best goaltenders of the night. Honestly, that thing yeah. rang off so many shots. I um, think there was at least like four or six where I went, Oh, Good save post. <laughs> and then um, like it just clean beat the goalies. Yeah. Uh to round out to round out the first period. Uh the first period had a total of 1031 time five on five. Half only half the first period was played oh, five man. on five. Um and we'll get into this later on as we go through what happened in the game, but the refs were calling everything in the first, and then after that they just stopped. They just they yeah. just kind of stopped. Um, we'll get into like a couple of specific examples of that going into the second. Um, but like as I'm reliving this now, going point by point, I'm hating this, so I might speed it up. Uh- <laughs> That's fair. Um, like genuinely, the referees tonight. You've heard me. You hear me complain about referees every single game we play, and I try to gen kind of keep it off stream for the most part. But I I hated what I saw tonight like the bad bad calling is one thing uh no calling is even worse especially after calling everything in in, in the first uh period there right like, like what what rule book are you supposed to play to as a player like it genuinely like it, it's not like honor or spirit of the game like it's like oh it makes it harder for my team to win it's like no when the referees do that they make the game more dangerous. They encourage players rolling the dice on risky plays. And when you're running around, not running, skating around at these intense speeds with knives strapped to your boots, with helmets that can crack a skull if you headbutt someone the wrong way, like you just cannot encourage people to take risks. It is not the environment for that. Like you, you are putting genuinely i'm not it sounds like i'm being hyperbolic but they are putting lives in danger like people could it hasn't really happened yet but like people could freaking die from crap like this you know break your neck uh collarbone injuries Uh, there was a couple of boardings that 
just went completely ignored. So many interferences just got ignored. Like you can't, like hockey sticks up bloody hard. You can't cross check people with them. According to the rule book, according to this game, like, no, you're allowed. We'll, we'll call one cross check. Uh, who was that? Was it Norris or Zub that had that particular nasty one? They called that. And like, was that Chikrin? Yeah, let, me look at, let me look at the. Um... You're right. It was Chikrin. Chikrin really gave someone the uh, the stick right in their meat um, and then ignored every other cross check of the night. Uh, and they they every year they say they're gonna cro- they're gonna crack down on cross checks. Well, I will bloody believe it when I see it. Uh, yeah, I, full uh, um, full list of sorry, penalties I just need here. To check my heart rate. <laughs> full list penalties in the first period. There was two hooking, one holding, one cross tech- checking, one slashing. In the second period, there was one tripping. That's it for the rest of the game. Yeah. So but that's uh, not the amount of penalties that happened. No, five five penalties called in the first, one in the second, and uh, then they and actually actually that, that first penalty in the second was uh, nine minutes forty two seconds in, so they just didn't call anything in the second half of this game, um, which is they wild. Might as well not I mean, have been there. No, there there were there were clear clear penalties, um, like a very obvious interference penalty on both sides at different points during that second period. Um, there was one right after, right after each other. At one point, yeah, like and I there know, was, and uh, yeah, and 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 Chikrin, I, I think it was Chikrin who sent. I think it was, was it Craig Smith's stick just flying through the air, just no call. They're like, ah, whatever, you can do that. And like, I mean, there's a handful of others too that I didn't have time to write that down. Um, just a really odd game as far. And I'm not even like, not even to say like the officiating had anything to do with the Sens losing this game because it didn't. The team just played like shit after the first 30 seconds. Um, But just a weird, a weird game officiating-wise. I just want to like point that out. If If you had a conspiracy theory that the referees just had to hit a quota to get paid, this would be the game you would use to prove it. Like they got, they met their quota in the first, and then they zoned out for the rest of the night. Yeah, I, I think I think it, this is a weird because I always, especially like when you are on the show, the first time you were on the show, we spent a lot of time talking about how the NHL specifically is so bad at like growing the game. Whenever I'm on a show with you, I always have, I, I think about this occasionally other times too, but especially with you on the show, because we talk about that so much, I kind of go into these games watching it. Like if I was watching hockey for the first time, would this make me want to watch more? And maybe if this was the first game I ever watched, it would be really exciting. But if this was like the 10th game I watched and like by, by that point, I'd kind of know what a regular game looked like. I think this game, officiating wise, yeah. would just annoy me more than because it's exciting. If this was the first game, like the back and forth goals, exciting, but like it's it it's it's an annoying. This was an annoying game. I think. I I think that's a really good way to put it. Like as someone who had never watched it before and all they knew about hockey was its rough reputation, uh, like they would be like, oh yeah, this is what all the memes were talking about. But like for anyone who's watched a lot of hockey, they're just like, no, no. It's like watching the Mighty Ducks. You're like, no, you're not actually allowed to do that. Like that's not how hockey works. 
And yeah. that, this that's what it was like watching this game. Like, like yeah, if if I knew nothing about it, ooh, action, action, action. Um, but it, it just kind of felt like like a little bit embarrassing. Not from the stars. The stars played really well. Yeah, uh, and yeah. a lot of the game, they didn't look like they were going to win. Um, and not not because of uh, Forsberg, to be honest. Um, I it, it was strange. Like they played yeah. well, but uh, they seemed unlucky. If that made if that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay, let me let me let me run through the second period here as well. Uh, it was announced after the first that Matthew Joseph wasn't returning to the game because of a lower body injury that he sustained during the first period. The, hopefully not anything serious because that's the last thing the Sens need right now is to lose Joseph. Um, I don't. I don't want my dad to go to hospital. Yeah. Anyone who hasn't anyone who hasn't uh, seen Sam on the show before the 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 joke is uh, Matt Matthew Joseph has the same name as as just not the French spelling. I don't think your dad has the the French spelling of Mathieu, but nah, if he did, that definitely before. not. Um. All right. So uh, yeah, then sets are up four to two. Bastion scores a second of the game, and at that point, when it was four to two, I was like, okay, maybe maybe this team can hold it together. Um, I, I really remember nice telling you at 4-2, I, I asked you like, hey, what do you think the score is right now? Because I, I had forgotten and I saw it and I went, huh? The Sens are winning right now? That That's not what I'm watching. Yeah. And for a lot of the game, it just felt like the game was tied, regardless of yeah. what the Sens lead was uh, early on. Uh, but no, that was just genuinely like a, a good a good play. Like the Sens actually were able to maintain control of the puck around the stars net. Uh, Kachuk, Stutzel and Batherson get together for like a pretty nice, pretty nice goal. Uh, and then it's the Thomas uh, Harley shorthanded goal. We talked about a second ago, um, just comes down the ice and like, listen, like Forsberg, Forsberg needs to stop that. Forsberg let in that floater uh, in the first period. He need, he needs to stop this just like, what looks like it should be a nothing shorthanded rush down the ice. One guy. And like, listen, I'm, I don't, I'm not giving Forsberg any, like, I'm, I'm not taking any of the blame off Forsberg when I say this, but Chikrin and Stutzla really didn't do anything on that. Like I'll put in huge quotation marks back check. They were floating. Forsberg should have, should stop that puck every time, but also like, Take a swipe at the puck, guys. You know, just please. Um, like a, a D man should not be scoring backhand like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then a yeah, third would, period. Would you have pulled so him? Was that? Would you have pulled him after that? Because uh, three is genuine is, is a bit early to pull on on a goaltender, but with the volume about of it, shots he faced, and you know and what that I goal, think. Mm, this is probably a bad look because of how the third period goes. Um, I probably would have left him in. Okay. To be on to be honest with you. Um and maybe that's just me being like, well, he led in two crazy softies. That's it. That's 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 all the bad goals he's letting in. And I mean, like, I think that was the only two bad goals he did let in, but um yeah, because then in the in the third period, uh Miro Haskinen ties it up. Uh, the puck just kind of takes a funky bounce and he's wide open and like Forsberg probably could have made that save, but like it was just a really just like a good bounce for the stars. And then Matt Duchesne, uh 
behind the back pass, tries to shovel a puck in front of the net, and it just goes off. Josh Norris is sticking in. All right. You know. Um, Ducky looked good tonight, actually. Yeah, he looked yeah. pretty light on his feet. Do you want to... Uh, yeah. Um, Sam's uh, Sam's nickname for Matt Duchesne is, is Ducky. It's good, right? It's it's solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got no reason for it, but douche is douche is not a great nickname. No, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if, hey guys, great game. Sup, douche? Yeah, that's not. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not, not. Not. I wonder if he had to deal with that in like minor hockey. Um, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and then I just like towards the end of the game. Just to wrap up on like talking about the game itself, uh, Sens were down by a goal with like about six minutes left, and 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 seeing Travis Hamnick on the point, aggressively calling for a pass, like so, like fucking like his stick on the ice, just like tap 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 tap, like he fucking wanted the puck so badly, and I yeah. didn't know whether but to laugh or the guy, cry. My dude, I I gen I didn't know if I should laugh or cry. It was so upsetting to see that. Um, like he does not realize that like he, he, he has to lead the league in like blocked shots that result in a scoring chance the other way. Like it's, it's so consistent with him. Um, but yeah, um, I'm sick of talking about the game. Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about DJ Smith. Um, and, oh, I boy. Prom- and, and I'm going to turn, I'm going to spin this in a way that I think you'll enjoy. Um, so it's, it's no, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's no, you have a, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, of course I got a formal hat. No. (laughs) Are we going to fire DJ Smith? No. (laughs) Um, so anyone who's, who's watched the show before knows that I want, I like the little, the little tip. That's good. Um, Everyone who who's watched the show knows I want DJ Smith gone. Most Sens fans do. Um, I at this point I'm just convinced. Like people are talking about. I, I've seen people say online today, like, okay, well, this has to be the game that gets Smith fired. I've just kind of accepted that he's going to be the coach through the rest of the season mm. for some reason. Um, so I want I want to live through you for a second because. Okay. Last season, I don't know how many times you told me that you were so sick of the Caps coaching staff. So I want you to, I just want you to tell me about the day that you found out that Peter Laviolette and the Capitals parted way this past offseason. And I I just want you to put into words how that day was for you because I, 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 you know... Uh, I remember waking up early that day, uh, you know, the, the time zones are, are different. So, you know, the, the news happened in the afternoon in the, in the States, I found out at early morning, um, and it was on a weekend and I shook my partner awake and was like, Lev's gone, Lev's gone, Lev's gone. And she was like, not fully aware of what was happening because it was that early stage of awake, but just from my enthusiasm it kind of it was infectious you know we got up we danced around a little bit we made pancakes uh i was so ecstatic that he was out of the building um and 
like obviously now he's not doing well at all with a different team um you know bottom of the league new york rangers so it just goes to show what a terrible coach he is but it was like finding out he was gone was like okay we have a future now like this uh, this team was heading into a hard rebuild and it didn't need to be uh and i that feels like the Sens feel like a rebuilding team, but they do not need to be, and it is not reflective of the talent they they have on the crew. Um, and you need a coach who is able to be uh, ad- adaptive. He's mm-hmm. able to, you know, get through to his players. Uh, and Laviolette was just not able to do that. Um, and it doesn't look like DJ Smith is able to do that either. Like, from everything that I've heard about him, like, sure, the team love him. Um, He sounds like a bit of a dad to the team, the nice dad. But sometimes you need more than the nice dad. you got to be strict, too. You need to be able to tell your guys, like, look, you know, I know you love me, but what the fuck are you doing out there? You can't do that. You're a very naughty boy. You're grounded. And I'm not saying, like... (laughs) bench to chuck or something crazy like that like but like i don't know like maybe don't play hammonick listen when you know, there's a- i i know i know you specifically said how bad uh you thought uh jacob bernard docker was on a, on a specific play that play where he nearly like knocks the puck in um yeah he but- just he slided into the goalie uh, and like prevented him from moving. It's the kind of move you do when it's an empty net. Like there was zero reason for him to do that. He just was like, puck, puck, puck. And like a golden retriever went after it. And I can only imagine what the goaltender was thinking. Like, like get out of my way, dude. Like it was insane. Despite, despite that. You off. No, no, despite that, he has been looking pretty. All right. I, I, that's hilarious. Um, not to like break the fourth wall, but I have the stream running over here, and I just got <laughs> I just got an ad for uh, for Sen's ticket package. Anyway, um, maybe next season. Yeah, uh, maybe I don't want to spend any money on on these games anymore. Um, but no, he has looked solid over the last few games in general. Like he, it's there's been an improvement, and and when Thomas Shabbat is back off IR, um. Hamnick should be the one sitting, but we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I just, I just wanted to get some of that like genuine joy from a team making a change. I just, I just wanted to get that from you because I remember, uh, God, yeah, I was so happy. You, (laughs) I don't, I don't know how, how it feels now looking at, at the Rangers, but. Um, that was. I think was I think I mentioned it before, but the, I I don't think the Rangers are a particularly young team. You know, Lav likes his old boys, uh, and he's very he has a very specific style of play, uh, which is not particularly great for a more offensively minded team like the Caps, which we have the lowest scoring percentage, like next to the Sharks right now, which is insane yeah because uh, cubs was supposed to come in and help the offense but somehow he helped with the defense 
because uh, we're not we're not really losing that many games. Uh, it's it's insane. Um, we were talking before about you know uh, the Caps top three point scorers right now, and I know this is a Sens uh, show, but I think people will be very interested to hear that the top three point scorers on the Capitals is number one Tom Wilson, number two Dylan Strom, number three Alex Ovechkin. And Ovechkin has 11 assists and five goals. People keep saying, like, oh, Ovi's, like, Ovi's finally, the, the Russian machine has broken, like, he's gotten too old to play hockey. Like, no, he's still contributing, just in an entirely different way than he ever has before. He's kind of, he's turned into a playmaker this season, um, and he's very effective on that 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 line, because Wilson Strom, Ovi, that's our top line. Uh, and you want your top line to be your highest point scorers, uh, even if the the highest point scorer is at seventeen points, it's so and it's so weird to think where we are in the ladder when our top point scorer has seventeen points. Like, yeah, it's Sens are playing Mighty Ducks hockey right now, uh, but the the Capitals are like living Mighty Ducks hockey. We're finding very weird and unconventional ways to win. Um, yeah. And I, I think all of that can be contributed to to Spencer Carberry. And I think I think the Spencer Carberry would have had the Sens be a playoff team. If you guys had gotten carbs, that like that would have made a hell of a difference. I think he's a Jack Adams contender. Do you think it has more to do with um like a solid defensive system or the fact that of all people like Lindgren's standing on his head um, because the Sens are in desperate need of a defensive system, but like also like a hot goalie wouldn't hurt either. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if I'd put it all on Lindy's uh, shoulders. Now don't get me wrong. I love Chucky, but we only just kind of recently found out that he's the starter. Like he's, you know, he's been the backup and it, it kind of became like, wow, Lindy had a great game there. Oh, wow. Lindy had another game. Oh shit. Lindy got a, a shutout. He just got a, a second shutout a, a little while ago. And like maybe three or four games ago, it was like, oh, is he the starter? Um, So, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put the team's, I, I'm not going to call limited success, but success feels like the wrong word, but the team's ability to play to where they're at hasn't really had much to do with goaltending. Um, and I don't, and I, I don't know if I'd say our defensive core is what's done it either. I think our, our, our forwards are just playing a lot harder, especially on the back end. Um, and they've just been very, very unlucky with the puck. Uh, I mean, you can, <laughs> You see Ovi take a, a magnificent slapper every night and like half the time it beats the goaltender, but just squiggles out of the way of the net. And it's like, oh, yeah. that could have bounced the other way, you know? Um, it's not a, it's not a problem of, uh, of, of, of structure, which do you want to talk about the Sens structure right now? The, how they, they play defensively as what is clearly like a coaching problem and not an individual player level. We could, I do just want to mention though, that the caps 
I mean, they're 14, 8, and 4. Like, it's a really good point percentage. But I am really interested to see how far good goaltending can take them because they're kind of like a prime candidate for regression at this point. But again, that's because the guys who are supposed to be scoring aren't. So if that turns around, mm. then who cares? Like, who cares? Um, yeah. But they are currently tied with Chicago for 31st in the league for goals scored. So the fact that yeah. they have such a good record despite that. It's insane, right? That's but, Mighty Ducks shit. And, uh, and, and I mean, the goal differential is negative nine. Um, but that's also considerably better than pretty much everyone else who's scoring around that number of goals. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, just another example of how coaching change can help. Well, Take I, a hint? I, sh- I should mention. Please? L- last time I, I was on the show I w- with Matt on board, um, I had a go at Anthony Mantha pretty hard. You, oh, uh, yeah. Do you want to do a quick public? Yeah. So uh, for those who didn't watch, um, Sam and, uh, and our friend Matt, uh, three, three of us run for the Sens Caps game earlier this season and 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 Sam had a uh had a direct ma- message for uh for Anthony Mantha so if you just want to you know yeah I would like here. to make a a formal public apology to Anthony Mantha uh I have no idea uh what happened I'm assuming whatever alien has kidnapped you um and replaced you with a very good hockey player uh has I, I just don't know what happened like he, he it's the spencer carberry effect i'm i'm still not ready to give the credit to anthony mantha because i went so hard on him carbs has turned this is why i love carbs because he's turned around a player like anthony mantha buddy i got a list of reasons has, why i love carbs but i think we're talking about something different oh carbohydrates mm. i can't have those anymore you bastard i had pizza tonight Oh, you, mm, oh, I, I, I can't have pizza anymore, dude. It's a shame. Like, that's so much, so much sugar in pizza. You'd be surprised. Uh, can contextually, uh, I, I am now a type one diabetic. So that's an, a new thing in my life. Uh, so Charlie waving around his pizza like that makes me want to punch him. Yeah. Good luck reaching across the ocean. <laughs> oh man um anyway your your, your one, public one apology oh no i'm done with that oh that was it i, I, I barely was, apologize was, you barely you barely <laughs> fucking put yourself at fault on that one okay you, you know what um I'm, I'm gonna uh i'm gonna reveal my bad hairline put my my hat to my heart and say i apologize for saying that anthony mantha was playing so poorly that he should get off the team and possibly pay a fine for his stolen wages. Um, while that was true, it has turned around. He is playing very well with Connor McMichael and um, Alexi, Alexi Protus. Uh, and I now have a lot of hope in the future of the Capitals. I don't think we're going to be rebuilding for a long time. Our our young guys have shown up in a big way, um, and it's really exciting to watch that this this team go from, you know, last season where it's like you know, sell everyone 
to like oh hey like how are these like low 15 picks like not even 15 like like re- like i think Conor mcmichael was like pick 20 or something like that you know then we've got ivan miroshenenko who is an absolute phenom um you know also around 20 then hendrix lapier 20 like our every time i see the caps prospect rankings i'm like well they haven't looked into this team at all you know uh they, they just checked the like where were they drafted okay but yeah like our future looks really good right now um and i kind of feel a bit bad for the sense because their future is already on the ice and this is kind of what we got i had and, i had like, a... it's not that they're not talented yeah i had i had uh tony ferrari on from the hockey how great is his name by the way um I had oh yeah tony ferrari on from the hockey news uh who like his 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 thing is prospects his thing is prospects and we were talking about how the sends just like the cupboards are empty man like completely empty um and that's concerning when the team on the ice is doing nothing um yeah but yeah i think just uh, uh, before we start to wrap things up here i'll just uh, do a quick call out to anyone who's watching hey um appreciate you tuning in to the live show uh if you have anything you want to say uh about the game any questions any whatever throw them in the chat right now and we'll circle back and we'll we'll go through those um and you know while you're typing something out in the chat to uh throw our way because uh we appreciate the uh the back and forth feel free to hit like on the stream uh if you're enjoying the stream and if you're not enjoying the stream hit like anyway like you know i i i i don't i don't care i'll 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 ask for it anyway I got. I have the stream open now, finally, so I can I can look at all the the lovely people uh, commenting, like Deltago, who probably has a very handsome chin. Nice, nice. Yeah, Cur- Curtis Joseph can eat a hot dog in less than two seconds. He's, he's <laughs> impressive. That's and I and I I always like to say that's the Curtis Joseph, uh, former NHL goaltender. <laughs> it's got to be. Must be um yeah from from uh from joe mama in the chat as a stars fan even when down multiple goals i felt there was no way dallas was losing and yeah like we were talking about when it was 4-2 for the sends um i said it kind of feels what, what did I, I i think i said something like it feels like the sends have like a half goal lead like yeah it, it was it, like it was like a 5-6 game which it almost it very much almost was yeah like not even five six like 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 six to like five and a half like that's what it felt like it felt like it felt like they were more go- i don't know it was just a weird it was just a weird game mm. that that was that like was at two four as well yeah. that was that was when the sens were winning that's when the sens um, were up by two i was like it feels like the sens should be up by like half a goal they've played not great and it's it's like it genuinely it's not because of a, a lack of talent on the ice. Like you see, like Brady to Chuck had some real impressive moments. Um, his hand eye is incredible, but it's the system of play. I I I really want to talk about how upsetting it is to watch, you know, the puck go into the senator's zone, and then everybody circles around one dude. You know, they all or they all go after the puck at once. There is there is no one going. That's your man. That's your man. That's your man. Stick to like play the man, and it just isn't happening. And that's not mm-hmm. a like. 
like, yeah, you could call that a lack of communication on the ice, but like that plan has to happen before they even step on it, you know? And yeah. it's just not happening. You know, they're not, they're not using the boards the way they should be. You mentioned before, like the, every kid in Canada learns that the boards are their best friend. Um, not, not the sense. They, they, they like the boards behind the net. They love to throw the puck at it and then run after it, no matter how many Dallas stars there are between them and the puck. Like, like they, they keep making these little gambles on races that they can't win. And then when they're in those board battles, you never like, like, I want to see the D like not stand in the middle of the ice, like get near your boards. So if someone needs to wrap that puck around, you can keep possession. Like that's the Sens are just not doing that. And that's like very clearly a coaching choice. Like, you know, that that's someone saying like, no, 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 no. You guys need to stand there. You need to make sure it doesn't break out the middle when like, if you're standing by the boards, it's like what, maybe one extra second to like to skate diagonally into it. Like, or, you know, get halfway there. Just don't be where you are positioning yourself right now on that blue line, like two little snake fangs that are completely useless unless the team breaks down. Um, and even then, like, then the Ottawa Sens back end isn't fast enough to play that way. You know, you need to get yourself in spots where the team can instinctively get the puck to you and not even have to think about it. And that happens at practice. That ha That is DJ's responsibility to get these guys to know where their friends are without even thinking about it. And that's just not what's happening. Like, I don't want to call the Senators a bunch of morons, but when they play a game like that, they look like they have no hockey IQ. You know, they look like yeah. they're, they're just golden retrievers running after a tennis ball. It's just... It just it just feels like every time I look at any of the stats, like. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's the same thing every time. It's the same like, what what is this team doing? Every it, it, it that's how it feels every night. Um, and listen, anyone who's watching, who if you're watching, I imagine you watch the game and. First of all, I'm sorry you had to spend your Friday night watching that game. Um, but more so, I'm sorry to Sam, who is spending his Saturday afternoon doing this. And Saturday afternoon is supposed to be arguably like the most enjoyable part of your week. I think. I'm a big I'm a big Saturday yeah. afternoon guy. Every day is a Saturday with the right mindset, Charlie. Every day is a Saturday when I'm hanging out with you, buddy. <laughs> I, feel, I mean, that's really sweet, but I feel like that's what it is usually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean it is a Saturday, so like I probably should have saved this for like a Thursday or something so I could get yeah. more of those Saturday vibes. Yeah. But 
you know, uh, at least for you, you, you didn't really have like, you weren't really pulling for anyone in this game. So it was just, it was just a game that you got to watch and enjoy. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was nice to see like, uh, you know, players like Jason Robinson, who I, he's like flown under my radar. Cause I don't really watch Dallas games, but that kid's fast. Like yeah. he's good at it. Did you know about this? Jason Robinson is good at hockey. I heard I heard rumors. I heard Yeah, I think I, I just discovered this. I heard I heard rumors throughout the uh maybe like the last two weeks people have really started to pick up on that. Yeah, like the So didn't, yeah. Didn't he get like fifty goals last season or something crazy? Something like I, I might think of someone else. I think he may have I think he may have been high forties. I think he's been back to back. He's definitely back to back forty goals though, I'm sure um the the stars are one of those teams that fly under my radar like they got uh, dude they got they got they got uh miro haskin and, and jason robertson in the same draft by the way god damn he robertson was a second round pick um yeah the last two years 46 goals last year 41 the year before like he is he had 109 points last season by the way so <laughs> Ooh. um yeah good at hockey gonna... i'm glad i discovered him yeah. <laughs> Put that on your resume. Scouted Jason Robertson in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'll oh, run through a bit more uh, more people in the chat here. Um, from uh, Ooh, Should we do questions? Yeah, here here's something from Quantum. He says, uh, is it wrong that I'm actively cheering against this team? I mean, if you want them to tank, fine. Make them tank. Like... Mm. I don't know. I'm I I think I think a lot of me being like no that's fine is is a is an overreaction to to this game. But oh, I I'm, I'm just I'm just bored of it. I'm just bored of it at this point. I I think you could make the argument um like 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 let's compare this team to like a uh a a person with very brittle bones in their right leg, right? Uh, and it breaks every weekend. Uh, and the only way that's ever going to change is if that leg gets cut off and you replace it with a, a new leg entirely. So, like, that's the, the, potentially the Sens need to put their leg on a train track, you know, and wait for something to come over it. Like, the worst possible thing can happen so that, uh, you know, the leg can be replaced. Uh, the leg is DJ Smith. But yeah, that's with the way it's been so. Uh, according to you, because I haven't, I've only watched four games, but it has been pretty consistent from what I've seen, and very consistent from what you've told me. It's been this bad for a really long time, and it's not going to get fixed until it gets even worse. Uh, so I do not think you're wrong for rooting against this team. You know, if you really love them, you know, stick that leg in a blender. It's it's one of those things, right? Where like, I think I think it's safe to say that if things continue the way it is, then there's going to be excuses for 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 no changes to be made. If the team gets absolutely embarrassed, maybe there's more of a chance of changes being made. Like I'm not ready to. I think I at this point I'm ready to write off playoffs 
I'm not ready to write off this season as 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 nothing. Like I still think that this team is capable of entertaining hockey and I want to see it. Um it's just a shame that if there is a change to be made, it will have come far too late and there's, you know, had had the change been made when DJ Smith said we wanted to be 500 or better at the end of October, and we did that when they were 500. Like, no, that's already a failure. That's the bare minimum. Yeah. So, no, if there had been a coaching change, you know, like a month and a half ago, I mean, who's to say? Maybe, maybe despite the fact that this team should be really good on paper, maybe, maybe they're just bad. But I, I, and I do think that a lot of the players haven't been playing up to their potential, but. A lot of that has to do with the system, and I'm I'd be way more inclined to get rid of the coach who has never had a winning point percentage, rather than shipping off all the players on this team that are supposed to be extremely talented, and you know who should be putting up much better results than they are. So yeah. at, at this point, I mean, listen, like this team, this team, like. <laughs> Through everything this season, this team sucks. That is objectively true. This team sucks right now. I'm not saying that there aren't fixes. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that there isn't a way to fix this. I do think it's too late for playoffs, like I said, but it, it's not yeah. like this team is unfixable. And I you, don't you necessarily know what? know what will fix them, but I know changing the coach won't hurt. Hmm. You know it won't fix them. We were, we were talking about this before in the game. If the Sens magically got some kind of blackmail on the Oilers' management and traded uh, Travis Hamanick for um, uh, Connor McDavid, uh, this team would still not go to playoffs. And I, I and I, I, I think that says a lot about the the, the state of the franchise. I mean, if if Connor McDavid was on the Sens, maybe they'd have the puck a bit more often, and then the goalies wouldn't have to worry about the McDavid defense. would have the puck more often. Yeah, you but wouldn't. It's still, it's still, it's still an issue of, of. I like listen. I like we gave Forsberg shit for two like inexcusable goals he allowed this game, um, but the the general theme for this team has been that the the goalies get no help, and. Hmm. I definitely think Corpusalo has been more of a victim in that regard than Forsberg, but um, so it's part hard of me to put is like, a goal on a goalie. Yeah, like like part of me is like you need to get a save to win a game, but then it's also like, well, the goalie's getting no help. But you look at on paper. I mean, even without Jabot on the team, like Chikrin, Sanderson, Zub, Brandstrom, like. This team, like the on the team is the team is good. On the 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 defense on this team on paper is good. It's good. Mm. So why are there all these defensive breakdowns? Because no one knows the who system. they're covering. No one knows. Yeah, no one knows who. Like so, it, I mean, we're just gonna keep doing this back and forth. And like, I do this every show. I do this every show. I'm sick of dump and chase. I'm sick of nobody knowing where they're supposed to be in the defensive end. Um, like, like, listen. If if DJ Smith, I, I said this, 
Oh my god, what episode was I on? What episode was... Um... Let me look at the send schedule and figure out how long ago this was. Because there was an episode where I came on the show and I said, if DJ Smith is still the coach by the next game, then Ann Lauer and Steos aren't serious about this season. I watched that um, one. You were so upset. Do you remember what I think game I DM'd that was? You. That was like... Th- oh, no, I don't actually. I was going to say that's like four games ago, but... Who did they lose to? Was. was that the Panthers game? It might have been... I just remember seeing you so upset and feeling terrible for you. I think it was Actually, the Panthers I, I, game. I think it was. I did DM the group chat and I was just like, like, you should stop watching hockey, man. This is not good for you. <laughs> I think I think it was the Panthers game on November twenty seventh. I believe that's the game. So it's been it's been damn near three weeks and nothing has changed. And so near like two and a half weeks ago, I said if DJ Smith is still the coach next game, then ownership and management just don't give a shit and they aren't serious about this season. And like at this point, we can safely say that is the case. I, so, I think it, a part of it is as a new owner of the team, you don't want to look like you're shaking the bucket too hard right off the bat. He's only owned the team for three months, but at the same time, when there's a leak in the boat, how long do you take before you go, maybe we should plug that? You know, uh, like three months may be too short, but like six months is too long. You know, this isn't something know, that should... Like I... Someone asked like how long it will take to fire um, DJ Smith. DJ Smith is not the coach next season. Um, right. I, I would That's put a safe money bet. on that. But he is going to be the coach until the end of this season. Yeah, like, it, it, like if he wasn't fired three weeks ago, like yeah, the thing, like uh, if he wasn't fired three weeks ago, he wasn't going to be fired. So if he still isn't fired at this point, like there's just no way he isn't sticking out the rest of the season. Um, and yeah, like here's from uh from uh sarcastic remarks in the chat. Y'all have a good team. I think you'll need Woodcroft. He'd be a good fit for the Sens. And and granted, and 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 for Jay Woodcroft, he was fired as coach of the Oilers, and it I, it wasn't his fault. Like it wasn't. No. He was fired from the Oilers, and I believe the stat. I don't remember like this, but it was like like out of any coaches with X amount of games coached, whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure he was like. I'm pretty sure he was like number one in points percentage from for Oilers coaches all times. It was something like that. Like it was just this brutal start to the season the Oilers had. Um, and it says here, yeah, uh, we're honestly surprised the Sens are as bad as they are with Giroux, Stutzla, Batherson, Norris, Sanderson, Shabbat, etc. Like seriously, this team should not be as bad as they've been. And you're absolutely right. And I'm on this show every other other night because luckily for me, I have a co-host, so I don't have to do them all. I don't have to do them all, and that's great. <laughs> I'm here every other night just fucking whining about exactly that every time. Every I think time. if they like fix their schedule, you'd uh you know, it'd be good for you on a on a mental health level. Because it's like it's um, too much all at once. I I did four games all of November. Uh Oof. on December 9th, I did my fourth game of December. <laughs> The okay. schedule's broken. Yeah. Well, it was because that they went over and played in Sweden, right? Well, they claim that's why, 
But by the time the Sens had played again after Sweden, the Sens had played 17 games. The other three teams that had been in Sweden had played 21 and 22. Yeah, like there's something. I don't. I don't know what the scheduling was. It was so fucked. It was so weird. Can Um, I? uh, Can I talk about the the Sweden game for uh, like one second? Yeah, I'm actually. I'm going to take at least a hundred. I am so pissed off that the NHL was like. I've talked about the international series. Yeah, I know. Okay, I know where this is. Yeah, go uh, for it. Go for it on the stream before. They're like Australia. A, a, a brand new hockey market. Let's send them our two best teams, the Arizona Coyotes and the LA Kings. And granted, they're both on a bit of a wagon this season, but they didn't know that. That was that's in spite of that. Um, sure, sure, sure. And I complain to you constantly, like, why couldn't have they sent us good teams? Uh, and look, and I think that the reason was like, well, you know, not how how many teams are going to agree to go overseas? You know, like they kind of got who they could. And then the international games in Sweden turns around. Oh, the Senators, the Maple Leafs. Uh, was who was the other two teams? Um, uh, Detroit and uh, Minnesota. Detroit and the Wild. Yeah. Uh, so two original six teams. Um, you know, uh, the Sens, who I personally, you know, like. You might be annoyed that the Sens are getting sent over if you're Swedish, but I like the Sens. So I like, and and the Maple Leafs, one of their most successful, like media teams, not not playoff teams, but like, you know, three very very good teams, four in total, and we get two of the bottom dwellers, like. I, I I made the joke that them doing that, that sending us the Kings and the Coyotes was disrespectful. I was having a laugh, but after they sent Sweden, the Leafs, the Wild, the Wings and the Sens, that was disrespectful. They were having a go. I'm so mad. I could have seen the fucking Leafs play. I oh, mean... my God. I'm sounding like Steve Dangle right now. As it currently stands, uh, Australia got... I mean, the Kings are a playoff team, and the Coyotes are one point out of the playoffs. Um, yeah, but we didn't know that at the yeah. time. That was It was disrespectful. The And then Sweden got uh, the last place in the East Sens, and uh, the... Well, actually, they're not... Actually, the... the oh, God, I hate the Western Conference. The Wild, <laughs> the Wild have eleven wins in twenty-seven games. They are three points out of the playoffs. Sorry, David W has pointed out all four teams have Swedish-born players under contract to them. That's no excuse to send the Coyotes. The Kings have Jordan Spence. He's not Australian. Like he was, he he lived there for two years. He hadn't even. He said his first words in Japan. Like, he's a Japanese player. He's a Japanese-Canadian player. He's not Australian. They could have sent the Blues, who had an Aussie. They could have sent the Capitals, who drafted an Aussie. Like, uh, you know, there's so many teams that have Swedish players on them. The Swedes are a bit of a wagon at hockey, let's be honest. Um, they, 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 They sent the Leafs. 
when you send the leaves, you know what countries they actually care about. Sorry for yelling at you, David. That's not fair. It wasn't your fault. You've got a really nice haircut. It's it's very funny, though, for you to suggest that the NHL likes the Canadian team. Oh, they like the Leafs and the Habs because they make a shitload of money. Um, I can't tell you how excited Gary Bettman is that the draft is not in Canada this year. I mean, listen, the drafting at the Sphere in Vegas is cool. Um, the last in-person draft being in... Uh, not the last in-person draft, what am I talking about? The build-up to the draft being in Montreal... Batman wasn't happy about that. Was, that uh, on I I remember. W- w- did we watch the draft together, or I think we were on a call, but watching it separately. We watched. We watched. We watched a few together. Yeah, uh, it was boring. Montreal didn't make a, a big show out of it. Um, it's tough to make a big show out of the draft. Too fair. I mean, you you're gonna you say that now, but next year you'll be looking at the draft in Vegas and being like, yeah, okay, so they can do it. They they can make it exciting. Yeah. Uh, who was the um? Uh, who was the, the 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 Shane Wright draft? That was exciting. Oh yeah, just because like the, yeah, those I mean those picks were so wild. Like yeah, the order that was of those crazy. Picks. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love I it's, enjoy it's the still, it's the Shane that. Wright draft. The guy who goes fourth overall, it was the Shane Wright draft. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, who, who was even the first round draft pick that year? I can't even remember. I'm already blanking. What, what year was that? What, what year was Shane Wright? Was that 2022? I'm sorry. It's 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 so. midnight for me. I got up at 5. I got 2021. up at 5. I got up at five forty-five this morning. I'm uh, I'm struggling. Um, what year was that? Twenty twenty-one. So it would have been Owen Power. Was he the first round draft pick? He was first overall. Yeah. Okay, and that's definitely the Shane Wright year. I don't know. You said it. <laughs> I'm. Uh, Owen let me Power. look it up, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll wrap it up after that. Um, I need to check. My I feel like it's twenty-two. I think I have him. It is twenty-two. Yeah. So Slavkovsky went first, and then uh, uh, Simon Nemich to New Jersey, Logan Cooley to Arizona, Shane Wright to Seattle. Yeah, I've I have Owen Power on my fantasy league team. Um, if you're on my fantasy league team, you're not a first round pick. My team is terrible this year. <laughs> Oh, that's embarrassing. So sorry to everyone who made it this far in um, and watched us embarrass ourselves by not knowing what year someone was drafted. Can I, can I tell the, everyone how bad I am at fantasy? Uh, sure. Yeah. Because you, you have 133 points and you are at sixth position. I have 89 points and I'm in 12th. And it's because I drafted a lot of capitals. <laughs> well, listen, sometimes you got to draft. Listen, um, Kaya, who is a host for Game Over Vancouver, because um, we have an SDPN, uh, we have an SDPN league, and uh, uh, like, like specifically mostly like Game Over hosts. And we all thought Kaya was just having fun drafting canucks super early uh no it was a great idea yeah 
that who would have seen it coming? No, like, dude, Thatcher Demko is a second round pick. We were like, what is she doing? And then it just ended up being amazing. What do you what so. do you think about um Curtis Joseph says Austin Matthew wants to have a game in Mexico? Why how, how do you think that um, if they can do it in Australia, they can do it in Mexico? Yeah, I think I think that'd be great. What what teams would you like to see play in Mexico? I mean, it'll be the Leafs, because um, uh, I believe Austin Matthews' mom is um, is Mexican. So I think by like I think he's just like gets um, like Mexican citizenship just like from birth. So definitely the Leafs. Um, I don't know if you're who who would you send to Mexico with the Leafs for a big game like that? The fucking Coyotes. I mean, I guess I you know what? <laughs> I hate to say it, it makes sense. No, uh, who would who would I actually send? Um, you you probably would want to make oh. it like a southern team that like like the Mexican fan base could like kind of take on as their own i mean like that might that might have been a better answer than i was hoping for but like, no i think i think i think it I was the right answer to be honest with you i think it was all right i'll i'll, I'll keep it yotes versus the leafs oh my second choice maybe bruins for no particular reason except for the leafs and the bruins have an incredible rivalry but there is the potential that some people fly down from Canada and take away seats from uh, from potential New Mexican fans. I mean, they did they didn't run that risk in Australia. No one was going like, "Oh, let's let's have a two day flight down to Oz to to go see the yeah. uh, to go see the Maple Leafs play someone." Well, this uh, I, I think I think I think. I think we gotta call it because uh, I don't want to talk about this game anymore, and that's like a really bad cop out answer because we haven't talked about the game in a good half hour. But I'm still gonna use it as an excuse to call it a night. So uh, thank you everyone who's tuned in for watching. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks Sam for coming back on the show, and and uh, everyone who is big uh, a big Sam fan gonna be uh, seeing him at least a couple more times this season for the uh, Sens Capitals games. Woo! That and, landed uh, on my microphone. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, I just needed to prove I actually had hair. It's good stuff. It's good. <laughs> Sorry, I just I have such a big forehead. If I wear a cap, it looks like I'm bald. Well, that's a fun. That's a fun little. No, no one's get to see. Uh, no, no one who's listening to the, just the audio got to see you. Uh, ruffle up your hair like that so that's a shame for them well, um what's left of it also for audio listeners um i have the the forehead the size of a bowling ball it's very smooth and it's got three little holes in the middle where you can grab me and, and throw <laughs> me down a polished surface on that note we're gonna call it a night so thank you again everyone for tuning in if you haven't please like the stream subscribe to sdpn we're closing in on a hundred thousand very exciting stuff hmm. and um yeah go says go and uh 
God, that's brutal. You know what? I should probably tee up the next episode. Uh, next episode is going to be on Sunday night. It's going to be both myself and Mod on the show. Uh, our first show together since... God, it's been a while. That's November exciting. 16th. Over a month since the last, uh, last time we were both on the show. So it'll be great to have the two of us back on again. And uh, it's going to be a game against, against Vegas. So... Um, I'll, I'll just, I'll that just say, go? yeah, I'll just say ahead of time, sends lose five to <laughs> Vegas. Let's let's see if that holds up. Let's see if that holds. You up. might be right. Can I suggest a new chant instead of "Go sends go"? Sure. Leave DJ. Leave. Start, get that going at games. You're gonna really upset that the sends uh, in-house DJ at their games now. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, like, but who doesn't like animals by Nickelback? <laughs> All right, we're actually on the show now. Uh, thank you everyone for tuning in again. Um, yeah, this team sucks. So thanks for tuning in, despite that. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next time.